What up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, and movie reviews. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Nikki. That was so, like... Well, what do you want? I don't got add-ons this time. I don't got, like... A a, a little bit of motivation behind it. It is. (laughs) Nikki. Like, I mean, like, the name itself is so perky. There's not really much to add as far as perkiness. Yeah. How you been, bro? I'm better than most. Better than most? (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. Every time somebody asks me that question, that's my favorite thing to say. I don't know if that sounds makes me sound arrogant. I just always like saying there's like, you know, just better than most. Better than most, yeah. No, it's something good. It's good because next month is going to be a very exciting month. Mm. Uh, we have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. Do you think it's going to have like the same kind of impact as uh, One? Yes, definitely. Like, because I mean, I'm guessing that's what it is. They use knees to like slowly roll out. The next phase of the movies. Yeah. So each one is like a different thing. They're just adding on, bringing on, and like kind of setting you up for. So I'm wondering when the soldier's going to be the same way. Yeah. Hey, everyone, just just a reminder. We haven't talked about WandaVision yet because we're waiting for the season for the season to end to give us a full recap of what we thought, what we liked, what we didn't like throughout the whole season instead of doing episode to episode. But you don't know. Maybe we'll do that for Winter Soldier. We don't know yet. But we're going- so we're gonna we're gonna actually tell people what we think about the show as opposed to trying to figure out, you know, who's Mephisto. <laughs> who's Mephisto? Like that's Mephisto. The dog. That's Mephisto. Like I'm like the rabbit. That's Mephisto. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of things in that show that it's analyzation. Like I watch, I watch three hour long analyz- analyzations per episode, and the episode's like thirty minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> they go into deep deep dive details in it yeah I but i mean number and everything we love the show uh, we Definitely. just haven't brought it up because we decided to do it as an end of the sh- like at the end of it to give us our review our nickies what we thought what we liked disliked and everything else in between but let's get into some topics fun one is uh konami if konami the video game Remember the game Frogger? The the, the frog the really simple one, the one you used to just jump across the street? Yes. Okay. So they're making it a game show. Um You mentioned that we mentioned you discussed that a while back, I feel. Yeah, I, we, we mentioned it once. Like they were thinking about making a video a Konami making a, a, a no, TV show, TV you told show. me, yeah. So now they came out it's gonna be Frogger and it's gonna be set in Australia and it's all it's all gonna be while contestants doing obstacle courses. You know, I swear, because <laughs> like, it's a TV show. And I was like, all I could think of was that scene from uh, uh, um, Dodgeball, where it's like, if you dodge traffic, you dodge a ball. And yeah. he just sends people into traffic. Like, So I'm like picturing literal people trying to do Frogger. Yeah, they're going to be jumping over obstacles and, I guess, not literal traffic. <laughs> but it's going to be like Wipeout, but... Remember, there was a show back then. Wipeout was that. They, they basically had to form the shape of whatever the hole in the wall was. Or like that, right? No, that was a different game. Okay. Wipeout, it's like they have like these obstacles you would jump on, but like balloon size. Uh, yeah, it was like a very... Like a bounty. Nickelodeon-ish style version of American Double, Ninja. A, 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 was it Double Dare? Double Dare had like... Obstacle That's what I'm saying. Here. It was like, like well, it, it was outside, and it seemed like it was more athletic versus uh, Double Dare. But uh, I it just I kept on thinking uh, um, that that one. TV it's an show, average um, man's American Ninja. That's what it is. 
Like I said, no, Nickelodeon version-ish version of, like, American Ninja. Because it yeah. was like, they had to jump around and do stuff, but then it was very, very, like, round and bubbly. Versus, like, specific, like, the, the, the what was it, the Salmon Ladder? Forget about it. Oh, yeah. You know somebody died from Wipeout? From the show? Okay, you <laughs> have to, uh, context here, context. All right, so there was a contestant, I think it was last year. And um, he fell off like yeah. one of the obstacles, and he falls off like to where it would be like the cushion part. But I guess in the angle he fell, mm-hmm. he became unconscious, and then they rushed him to the hospital. And I guess in the process of that, all that, he ended up getting a heart attack and passing away. What I want to know is okay, so obviously they have to account for the fall. So what did he fall onto that they that that knocked him unconscious? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could be the angle. The tr- trajectory this is that's the scary thing about stuff like that it's like like this that show probably accommodate for so much like okay liability know, you, on it yeah so it was at the same time it doesn't matter even like if you fall anywhere you can literally fall right on the board you're standing on that can hit you in the wrong way and it's over or you know you know it's, just, it's scary either way like i'm sure they, the funny thing is i'm sure they sign liability waivers just to do that show yeah no of course they have to so they they have open casting. So do you want to sign up? I just I don't <laughs> mind. I just don't feel like we're gonna really make much impact. Like we'll make impact. But like this, I went to Top Golf and I don't think my ball ever le- like like it never actually flew off the thing. It just kind of rolled off. But I'm just trying to tell you that's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> we're just gonna roll we're not off. gonna actually make it anywhere. We're just gonna like roll <laughs> off the stage and like okay, I lost. Like thank you, but we'll be in Australia though. Yeah, I don't think if it's like American Idol, like I don't think we're gonna make it to Australia. Like I feel like I feel like they're gonna give it. They're gonna look as like do twenty push ups. Damn it! Like, <laughs> tw- we were we're already discounted. That's it. Like that's get, two zero. Like they're, they're gonna they're gonna give us the most insulting thing ever. Like touch your toes. Like what the <laughs> damn? <laughs> it's you, you, you like the worst. Cut. It's like the biggest insult. Like exercise. Like no, test no, no, ever. Like, hold your breath for ten seconds. Go. <laughs> Nope. As I said, nope. like that's the worst. It's like it's one thing if they tell you to do something, let's say, like or do uh, do twenty uh, pull ups or something like that. Yeah, it might be difficult for a lot of different people. But if they look at you, you're like, okay, tie your toes. Your, <laughs> yeah, touch your toes. <laughs> no, no, tie your shoes. Or like some like, <laughs> tie your shoes without breaking a sweat. Yeah, I'm like, like uh, what? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna have you brush your teeth now. If you, <laughs> if you can do this without jiggling. If you can, <laughs> You you got a chance. You got you got a chance. You got a chance. <laughs> you got a chance. That's the first round. That's just, that's it. That's it. Like this is the worst saw saw movie ever. Like <laughs> brush your teeth. Brush your teeth without jiggling. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be a, a good saw. That would not be a good saw. It'd be a sad saw. Be a sad, sad saw movie. Sad saw movie. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. But yeah, so it did remind also what's funny, it also reminded me of you remember in the late I think it's in the late nineties? Yeah. Where it came out with uh MXC. Is with it wasn't it was a Japanese obstacle show obstacle running. Why do I feel like almost all Japanese shows are obstacle courses? No, but this one they, they did like uh voiceovers by like two people it was like scripted, but they their commentary was so funny that just made all the jumps and the falls even better in it. Okay. He goes, he's looking for a hot pocket and he tramples down. Like, it was hilarious. It's kind of like, what was it? Movie 3, 3, that was a movie, movie 3, movie, movie theater, theater 3000. 3, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember those outfits. 
Yeah, it just reminded when I read that I was like, I hope they do it like that, like very comedic commentary throughout the whole time. That would just make it better. You know, it's so weird is that I grew up watching Double Dare, like you mentioned, Double Dare. Yeah, and I would rather do almost any of those other things except for Double Dare, just because Double Dare always just had gooey, nasty looking things. Like every obstacle course, I don't care what it was, you. You wouldn't fall in water. You wouldn't fall in... Oh, it would have to be something green, slimy, or nasty looking. Yeah. It was like... It was like... Uh, what was the the fear factor or whatever it's called? Yeah, fear factor. Yeah, but they didn't care about you afraid of it. They just want to dump you and stuff. Like, it was it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, gross. I just... It was... <laughs> he's like, Sorry, just, I'm just traumatized by that. Like, oh, ugh. man. Well, next is... Um, they just casted a new Supergirl. Her name... Is I'm trying to remember her name, uh, Sasha Kali. She's cool. uh, Argentinian and Colombian. Cool. And one thing that people were announcing was like, oh, the first DC Latina superhero. And we had a discussion. Like, yeah, I didn't understand that comment. Yeah, I don't know if it's the first Latina that they're hiring as a superhero. I almost, I almost feel like saying like the first Latina they realized they hired because I'm like, I don't know. We're very like, con- we're very like, I mean, Spanish people as a whole are very chameleonish. Like, you don't know who's Spanish at the time. Yeah, no, but the same thing is that the, it's, it would be, they have a Latina superhero that her, her, her backstory or heritage plays into the fact of her being that superhero. See, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, I- but because Supergirl is an alien <laughs> from, <laughs> Technically, she could be anything. She just you wanna, she's, she's not unless she, she was the only other way was that if she comes to Earth and then she just was raised with a Hispanic family. Well, you know, what's really funny is um, I don't know if you re- remember this. There was a DC animated movie where that was the story, not Supergirl, but Superman. Where, like, basically, you had three alternative kind of stories. Yeah. And they created a whole... I, I got to remember the name of that. That I made a movie. It was good. But basically, in that, in this case, Superman, uh, land, Superman's pod did not land on the farm, the Kent's farm. It landed somewhere in, I think, somewhere in Mexico. Mm. But what I didn't understand is, like, he, I, I swear he came out looking like he had darker skin. <laughs> and I'm like... But what did it have to do with anything? Like you know, he's still Kryptonian. Yeah. But that's that's what that's the same thing I thought about when they, people talked about. Him. I'm like, she's not representing Spanish culture. She's yeah. Kryptonian. Like it, the fact that they even look anything like. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'm like, you know, something for Superman or Supergirl, they they should make them some kind of mix of a, a race where it's like like something we're just not used to. Like yeah. Um. Nothing. Okay, so I remember watching because one of my favorite bands is Diane Wood, and I remember they they, they would show uh, people you know people they grew up with their family whatever it is, and I noticed that they're very they're a little different in the way they are like they I don't have know what it is features yeah like they're they're very blonde but then they have a kind of a, a, a tan complexion but then yeah. they, you can tell they're off Caucasian nature I don't know how to explain it but that's what I'm saying is like something where it's like a, a Something human-like, but uh, you know, but something where you can never identify where they're from. Yeah, that's what I always thought that they should make like Kryptonians look like. But again, I don't. She's not representing anything Spanish. 
Yeah. Um, as far as culture, like, so I don't understand well, the why character the, that she's gonna be representing why that, doesn't have any. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the. In fact, they probably make, end up making her blonde. Yeah, that too. So I don't understand what the discussion really is. That's what confused me about it. It's weird. I, I that's the only, that was that was. I'm happy that she got the role. I don't really see. I, I mean, just, she was the young and the restless, which I've never. I don't watch, mm-hmm. so I can't. I, there's no real resume to me to go off and like, oh, no, I like her right. as an actress. Or for whatever reason, but reading like reading up on her, she did win the Emmy while on the show, so she has some credibility yeah. to her acting abilities. So hopefully, she comes to the role, and that's another thing. I'm like, why push her another character into the Flash movie when you don't even have a stable core cast with the Justice League? Like everything is so convoluted. Uh, you know what I understand either is. I feel one thing I don't like is that DC chooses. They have such a good um, TV cast of of characters. Yeah, and they choose not to to ignore all of them. Like not not even all of them, because that's one thing. If they ignored every one of them, I'd be like, okay, fine. Those worlds are separate completely, right? But they don't do that because, like, for example, um, in the Arrow, there is a character I forgot the, I forgot her name. But she carries a sword. She is in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. The same exact actress and the same exact character played. So I don't understand why don't they just... Like, for example, I would love for... Ezra Miller was in The Flash. He was? Yep. As who? Uh, At the end of the um, uh, Infinite Worlds. Crisis on Infinite Universe. Oh, the, the, really? the, la- the last crossover. Also, oh, he, he was. He, he was. I think he. he if I remember Flash? correctly, he came in as one of the universes that crossed through Flash's thing. Oh, nice! But for like a brief moment, like not even. I I never got to get. I never got up to that episode. So I I really need to catch up with all those shows. But one thing I mean, and my understanding, if based on the limited knowledge I got so far of the Flash and everything, Supergirl is from a different universe as well. Yeah. I don't say previously. No, I guess I, I just don't understand why universe. they didn't just use her. I loved her, Supergirl. Yeah. And probably a little biased too because I always think she looks identical to my niece. Yeah. Again, still loved her Supergirl. I thought she would have been perfect for that character. I, you know what I think it is. Mm-hmm. If they, all right. So spoiler, if you haven't seen Arrow, and I'll tell you now. At the end of Arrow, they all become, if I'm not mistaken, one universe. They all become fused to one universe, where they're all on their I don't own. Know if you're looking for an answer, because I don't know. Separate. No, but that, here's the thing: is that. If they would have introduced her, I think they would have to acknowledge everything in that universe that they're in. If they're using, the, if you mean like it, her version of Superman, yeah, her version of Arrow, her version of Flash. Well, no, Arrow and Flash are not in her universe. I, have you heard me? Okay, you said that they fused together. They yeah. fused together into one universe. Okay. So that they took all. I guess they they fused whatever planets they were from into one. So they lived with. With that, with them in that universe's universe. So, granted, I do like her, but that would have just meant that everything in the Arrowverse and everything also is canon with the D- DCEU. Okay. That's the only thing I know yeah. why they wouldn't cast her, even though she's good at her, at her mm-hmm. role and she plays a character well. But I just think that I don't think DC thinks of carrying over TV shows into their into their into their movies like Marvel does. But getting into the DC yeah. uh with Snyder cut coming out next month. Also that's another one that's coming out next month, which I'm excited but not 
super hyped about. Because I got to, I got to see. I'm excited because I'm excited. What is he, was he Zack Snyder really trying to say throughout this movie? But no, we uh, were introduced to last week. Well, in the trailer, you had a glimpse of yeah the Joker. Yeah, I remember that. A, was a small show. glimpse, and it looked like in in where they're calling the uh, Batman's nightmare, like mm-hmm. Kate, like night, like a dark nightmare, mm-hmm. where he's in because it looks very post-apocalyptic. Looks more into the future. So they released a photo. Of him first at the beginning of like after our last recording, mm-hmm. where he looks like a butcher to me. He has yeah, like long he looks hair. Like, he has like a. It looks like he has an apron. He looks like a, like he's. He looks like a, somebody who just committed a murder and get rid of the body. Yeah, which was like amazing because oh, yeah. I'm like I love this dark, look. Dark universe. Yeah, very dark, and I'm like I want to see what they they're going with it. And I was doing some research, and they were like he probably won't be real significant to the storyline, but he'll be in it. I think he's probably going to end up. I think he's going to be the, the last few I don't minutes. Think he, I don't think he's going to be a villain. I think based on what the trailer showed, it looks like he is in the post-apocalyptic world. Or that that, that, that Batman's nightmare version of what yeah, the future is so going to be. Batman's not going after him or fighting him. I think he's just, he's actually just, I, the way it makes it look is like he's sitting back and enjoying it. Yeah. Enjoying so, the world is what's going on. But the another, next thing is that they just released another photo, Zack Snyder dropped, that mm-hmm. he looks... Like almost like a messiah, like Jesus, like with with the. Well, he has the the corn, the, the, heart, the, the, the thorn, the yeah, the corn, crown of thorns, the crown of thorns, and his like the way he's he's very stoic and like how it was shot or they took the photo. I of wonder it. why though. Like, well, Zack Snyder does that a lot. He does a lot of like uh, messiah references. Okay, references, and, but this was a very direct. It, this this reference. is yeah. This is more the one one of the most direct ones he's done. Yeah. Like that he depicted into this picture releasing it. So that created a lot of backlash because people were like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to associate? And I think, and that's what added to the more like, it's getting very confusing of what he's, why he did this. Is it going to be portrayed into that? I guess Joker has a cult or religious, a religious cult that's following him in that post-apocalyptic that brings up that kind of conversation. I think it just it, it brought more questions and confusion of why one why are you showing him if he's not predominantly the person that you're focusing on in the movie, uh-huh. then what's the point of having him? Like why why so much marketing material on a character that you probably knowingly well know so well that you're not gonna use for eighty percent of the movie? They're just well, a backstory. At They're this just, point, the thing about the whole thing is that. The marketing has taken over, and it's almost like I'm like I'm excited, but now at this point I'm a little more just confused because it's like, what am I walking into? Like at first I was just thinking I was gonna walk into a re-edit of the movie where he showed his version to a certain degree, but now it keeps on seeing trailers like it's almost like a completely different movie. Yeah, it is. And it if is. it's not a completely different movie, then I definitely will be disappointed if there's. It's almost like if I see any references to the original, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it as much because I'm here thinking I'm watching a completely night and day version of this movie. And then with this reference, again, the marketing can never be bigger than the movie. And that's what it is right now. That's what it's almost feeling like. Because if this movie's bigger than the marketing, wow. I don't know what he did to make a movie out of what he had. Yeah. But well, um, right now, that's what I'm saying. Right now, the marketing seems bigger than the movie. And that's another, and that adds to that is that 
one of the missing pieces and i'm like it's funny that we haven't mentioned anything or a lot of promotions or photos of it mm-hmm. was that his his original movie concept of uh, his original concept of the movie was he was supposed to have martian manhunter Marshman Manhunter, which that wasn't even which, that hasn't been discussed yet, has it? They they have a leaked photo. He had a photo of what he looked like, but not confirmed of that's what he's looking like in the movie. Mm-hmm. They also have Dark Side, which they confirmed in the trailer. Yeah, but they also confirmed that Green Lantern was going to show up at some point, or Lantern Corps. I mean, I heard other things too. Is like um, that he no that he actually mentioned through Twitter and through conver- uh, through uh, interviews post Josh Whedon's movie. Seeing that this is what my my vision of the movie would was gonna be like for this movie to have it like this to have these characters come in last minute or no I mean I know there was other like for example obviously the most obvious ones that we know like he does not want cyborg to be covered up like the way that he was in the in the original yeah he wanted um um what's his name the villain not uh, not apocalypse the other villain uh the main villain the one that he had oh um. I'm trying to remember, but they wanted they wanted him to be an alien villain, not necessarily somebody who looks humanoid in an in an armor. In an armor? No, that's what the original looked like. The original looked like a CGI guy in armor. Oh yeah, he did. That's what it, actually. I, I swear, when I heard when I saw the face, it looked like uh, Liam Neeson in armor. <laughs> Which, Stephen Wolf. Yeah, Stephen Wolf. Stephen Wolf looks like Liam Neeson armor. Oh my, yeah, he did. Now that I have only, all right, mind you, I've only watched <laughs> this movie once, and I think one is enough for me to to say that I don't need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to just to have a reference, a reference. To, to how much of a difference and and gauge the uh, if it was it better or worse than what Josh Whedon. The only the, the only thing I hope they correct, and the one thing I had a pet peeve with. In the first one, is how they depicted Batman. I did not like the way they depicted Batman because Batman was depicted as just you know like kind of useless, oh, yeah, and useless, and I hated that. Like Batman has always been the comic books has always been able to stand on his own, even against the super super villains. And the movie they just made him look like he was just basically fodder in the background. And that and you know what's another thing? And I was reading some other things about Batman was that. Batman never really wanted. Ne- Batman is never a person that wants to be on a team. He's always a solo, lone yeah he character. But he feels like he's better that way. Yeah. So, but in this movie, he it shows that he needs a team to to defeat somebody. Well, I mean, but, needing to needing a team up and being part of it is two different things. Yeah. Well, he was he wants to create a team. Most of the times, it's like it felt like in comic books that they're trying to pull Batman in because they need him mm. instead of Batman teaming everybody together. Because of the need of the greater good, so in this movie it was like Batman's looking for everybody, and ultimately, like in the comic books, is more like everybody's looking for Batman to come and join them because mm-hmm. they need him. So it was a just different. Well, aspect. the problem is in that one is that they're kind of the two leaders as Superman and Batman. Yeah. So because obviously the Superman original, was out, exactly. You, yeah. you need him to, to step up as a leader because as much as Batman has never wanted to be actually part of the team, he has no issues because remember he paid for most of that stuff. Yeah. So he paid for the Justice League Tower and all those different things, even though he really never was a, an actual member. True, no, that is true. But so let's see what let's see what happens with this fucking movie. 
Come on, be more optimistic. I, I know, I know, I know. It's gonna be the greatest thing since sliced bread. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. All right. So now this is one I don't know if you heard about it, and I just started reading about it. Is that Netflix is coming out with a uh, Netflix original superhero series called Jupiter's Legacy. Okay. It's, it's uh, created by Mark Millar, um, and the concept of the show is that <clears throat> these older superheroes or Cape Crusaders are almost at the age of almost like retiring. So what they do is they're trying to hand out the mantle down to the younger superheroes. And that's where their philosophy of like the difference of um, methods of philosophy and um, their methods of how they deal with villains and everything else collide into it. So it's almost like how the passing of the torch is going to be troublesome because their theory or philosophies and everything they grew up with is different from what the new generation, how they handle things and situations. So they, they're looking into making it, it almost like their own MCU type series. Like mm-hmm. just have a wide variety of, uh, of superheroes and storylines and story arcs within that. I hope they don't just make it a blatant thing where it's almost because the one thing I always have an issue with is that, they always make it seem that the old school ways are that's that's the absolute. Yeah. But the thing is, we have to have to keep in, keep in mind that things have to have to progress and have to change. Yeah, I mean, you can always keep a certain mythology, well, not mythology, but like a certain ideology with it. Like, don't kill people. But like, I don't know. I because I, I was just thinking about this the other day. Is like sometimes we, you know, sometimes as, as a classic hero, we create our own you know morals right but then those we then in the future we need to have everybody has the same morals but does it i mean that's not our world anymore at that point i mean once we start knowing we're about to leave this world that's not our world yeah so we can't always say that that our specific vision of what we want yeah how we handle things needs to be the absolute no that is and and i think that's where the that's where the show's gonna clash they do have uh josh dumel who that there Josh Duhamel is um, he was Hitman in the sh- in the movie. Hitman. He, he was in Mandalorian. He, Why am I blanking right now? Oh, jeez, are you, you really? I'm blanking, man. You you're blanking, Hitman. but for Josh Hitman, where am I? Hitman. What movie is this? What do you mean? What movie is this? Why am I blank? I'm super blanking right now. Josh Duhamel. Okay. He's a, he's a narrator of that show. Of the of the of the show. Okay. His voice came out. They had like a teaser. Um, it just showed like a. It's almost like of a hall pulling back and have mm-hmm. a cape and what looks like a part of an emblem. Yeah. And the craziest thing about this, everything outside of that, is that it's coming out May May of this year. Mm-hmm. So like just three months around the corner, and I haven't heard nothing about this beforehand. And who they they have they have a cast list. I haven't read it into it, but there was a. A few people, I guess uh, they they handpicked from. I know somebody from Iron Man, they picked out and and other series. But hopefully, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm all into it. I'm all into. I like new lore because I mean, I grew up with all these comic books and everything like that. And those are great stories and and great like, you know, like long winded stories of it. But it's always cool when somebody creates a new world, a new story, a new something new to follow. A new perspective. A new perspective? Yeah. I mean, 
Like that's why I like I got into all those. Like I remember even the tick. Remember the tick? Yeah. <laughs> I like all those situ like those those different worlds, and their rules and the method and like their like the way they work. I like learning all that stuff in every in, in every story. They're always interesting to me. Oh yeah, how interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Last topic. Uh, they released three photos from the new Spider-Man three movies, and funny enough, they tagged it with three different storylines, uh, movie titles. This is one movie. This is one movie. So they revealed the three photos, and it, it looks like uh, um, Tom Holland's character. Uh, Zendaya and the other and what was his other name? Uh, Jacob, Dalton. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're in like a, like a broken down cave. Not cave, but feels like they're looking for something on a computer. They have three set photos that they just went into like this dark room, mm-hmm. and they came up with three movie titles above it, which is Spider Man Phone Home, Spider Man Home Wrecker, and Spider Man Home Slice, as just a, as a joke. And I guess there's people over all over Twitter. Which is the best thing about it is that they're making fun of it, and they have like Spider Man. Uh, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> so, is this, they haven't confirmed the title, but I just think it's funny that they're they're making a meme out of it. Out of all those three names. Out of all three names, but they're adding other names to it. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. Let's see what happens. But I just like the fact I'm that really they're, they're the toying story. with all the all the audience because they're like, "What is it?" Well, because I mean, the last one dropped such a bomb that you're like, "Okay, wait." Is that really going to be part of the main story? Is that going to be already taken care of by the time the movie starts? What? Yeah. Because that was a huge bomb. They they just they let go at the last at the very last second of the movie. So I was like, is that what they're going to be dealing with the entire movie, or is this going to be something completely different? And that's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> so I can't wait. Yeah, we'll we'll get some more set photos and hopefully see what happens. But like that, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nikki's corner review. Welcome back. Now we're with Nikki's Corner Review. Alright guys, so this week we're going to be checking out, or we actually got to check out Monster Hunter. Now this is based on a video game, which I never did get a chance to play, but it was super popular. Um, And so let me, if you guys have not played the game, let's see. In this particular story structure, it's uh, like a military group uh, is looking for... What's the name of the movie? What? I said Monster Hunter. Okay, and then clearly. I said it was based on a popular mm-hmm. game, but yeah. So uh, it starts off with just, you know, like, it's a military group looking for a lost military group. Yeah. And then wind up in this other world, which monsters exist. Um, it stars... Um, Mila... Just Mila Kun- um Why can I never pronounce her name? Jo- she's- Jokovic or something? I, I feel bad because she's literally tattooed on my arm. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jovovich, uh, Tony Ya, Ron Perlman, Megan Good, T.I. Like the cast list is pretty pretty decent, but I don't understand the I don't I really don't understand what the purpose of the cast list was at this point. It there were nothing. They it just just I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but it just felt like this whole cast list, and they really felt like they did not play that big of a role in the movie. They didn't. Tony Ja and Mila's characters are the only prominent characters in the movie that, yeah. that they circle there and, and, is, and is apparent throughout the trailer. But one thing about this movie mm-hmm. that gets to me is that what they did to this is what they did with Mortal Kombat, the, the Annihilation, is that 
the over the over uh amplified on everything else except providing a decent story the because monster hunter it came back it came out like in 2004 and they had ver- their different variations and the last one was that these uh the characters lived in the old world and they're moving to the new world where the new world has more food uh so resources and everything but it has an open range of all these dinosaurs and monsters and dragons um and there uh they're trying to hunt them and use them as resources and i felt that if they would have used that angle as a story it would have been a lot stronger because i felt this movie was so boring i didn't even know how it, but- you know what it was it was like Okay, so I was thinking to myself back to let's say one of my favorite movies because I am a huge fan of, um, um, I want Resident Evil. I love Resident Evils. So I was thinking back to back to the first one, mm-hmm. and you think about it, the action actually didn't even start till maybe like almost a quarter, more than a quarter way to almost halfway through the movie. Like you weren't there, like there was little clues that kept on dropping off, but you weren't actually in the mix, in the huge action of it up until a certain point of it, right? Yeah, and that's what, that was what happened. The rest of the time, you're introduced into this world, you're introduced into the what's going on, the situation, the characters, and they did nothing like that. This movie just went straight from it like A B A B C. Like it, it, C was just the the kind of the most boring part. But yeah, they just jumped right into it, and then even the action wasn't exciting. It was just too fast. It was just like, I didn't have a chance to care who, who I'm watching with. Yeah. And apparently, even the people that you think you were supposed to care about, you don't. Like, and then the, the, the crazy thing is, it kind of just felt like I was watching three short little clips of a movie. You know, like you watch those those anthology series where like those yeah. clips of it. That's what I felt like I was watching. Like an anthology series of uh, of three different movies Yeah. into one movie. But then the, 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 the longest one was kind of the one that got drawn out the longest and it was kind of boring. And the first one was, you know, whatever. But then the last one, like, why couldn't this been, the movie been the, this the whole time? It, even even that third the third act was killed me. Like the CGI, I, the the CGI killed me because it felt like it was like 2013 Sci Fi Channel CGI for me a little bit. It was like cheesy. I'm not even too worried. I wasn't even too worried about the CGI. I was more just worried about like, what am I watching? Like these are, I mean, trust me, I I know Resident Evil are not like the best movies ever, but they're entertaining. I yeah. love and enjoy watching them. They're fun to watch. This one was not as fun to watch because it's like everything just happens so fast, and then that's then you're 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 stuck with a, so, a boring middle, and then the end. It, I'm like, okay, what happened? And then you have characters at the end. They're like, okay, that seems like a weird character that would have been probably funny throughout the movie, but no, you're gonna. Just throw them at the very end of it, and then that's it. Like, yeah. And then even the ending wasn't an ending. Like, it wasn't. Like, okay, wait. Did, was this the ending? Was that the ending? Was there a twist in the ending? I don't. Basically, the movie does not have any structure. It that's perfectly said. Yeah, it, it has no structure. It, no, it didn't. Not at all. It's like ran, It's like a bunch of people in a room throwing random ideas. They implemented those ideas, but with no actual. It's like remember what we always say, Feige. For the most part, plays uh, with Marvel. He's like, listen, I just contr- like he controls like this main structure of a story throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and everybody gets to do what they want to do. 
Yeah. Which is great, and it looks like everybody got to do what they wanted to do in this movie. But no, there was no actual person saying like nobody overall. Yeah, like overall, hey, what's the actual story we're telling? Like, what's this? You know, what are you? What are we trying to tell? And so much wasting of good actors that could oh have been God, interesting. Yes. Like, I mean, they, so, and that's so funny. They put so many emphasis on different characters at the beginning that you're like, oh, I want to see where they it goes. Did, to. They even show the fate of everybody. I'm like, wait, what happened to? <laughs> That person, did they did they show it? Did I miss that part? Like, yeah. Um, this and way, also, this is all over the place from beginning to and end. And also, I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, Ron Perlman. I pretty much watch everything he does, and this and is he the was so weirdest uh, version of him. He he kind of reminds me of. Do you remember like the TV show back in the 80s or early 90s, uh, 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 Beauty and the Beast? No. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, it, it, look it that reminds up. me of Monkey King. No, if you ever get a chance, look up Beauty and the Beast like the TV show back in like the early nineties or eighties, whatever. Right. And I actually think it's Ron Perlman, <laughs> but that's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. It looked like their version of the beast. And I'm like, he just looks weird. It does. He, it was, he was underutilized. A lot of the characters. Oh yeah. There's a lot of characters. I, I mean, there's the so whole... many people in the movie that I'm like, okay, they seem like they're supposed to be important, but you don't get to know them at all. You know, you know how I would have liked it to be mm-hmm. was, Extraction, the one with Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth, that it was a basic story, mm-hmm. get to point A to point B, stay alive. That's it. And all the action was entertaining in between. Here, they try to do that, but they try to f- they try to shove the storyline or the 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 actual story of it in the middle. Then, like giving us a basic story like if they wouldn't have that's the one thing uh, and i'll say now mm-hmm. i hated that the, they had to transport to a whole different time zone like they they transport to a different world if they would have kept it in that universe and that lore there was no I'll need be honest for that with you, you know what this is this is a bigger budget less fun version of trimmers yeah because <laughs> at least that was like interesting they were stuck they tried to figure like Every every situation, they kept on putting, getting deeper in a, in a mess of situation, trying to survive, knowing that if they ever touched the ground, stuff like that. Like you know, like I'm saying, like this. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like a bigger budget, less interest, less fun version of Tremors. Exactly, and that's why this movie sucked. I I don't like to use the word sucked. I just right. like to I, 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 I like to I like to critique what I don't like, and then that's it. Because there's a, I mean, I like the actors. I like. Ti in a sense, but I mean, in general, it's just bad structure, bad setting, like bad storytelling. So, like, because this movie is, I can say those I like exact milk, same. But if it's expired and bad, I'm no, not because gonna I like mean, it. like, I'm just saying, it's like I've seen movies that you can say have bad A, B, and C, and for some reason are great to watch. This one, even with A, B, and B, I wasn't as interesting to watch. But I'm not gonna say it's a. I don't like to use this bad movies. This feels like it's. It's a cop out to say the whole movie bad movie. No, no but you know what I learned from the, you know, from what it is. You could cheek it for what it is, and you learn from it. Mm-hmm. And I learned never to watch it again. I don't know. <laughs> yes, it, it it was it was bad, guys. I'm sorry. It was bad. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't worth the what it has been on shelf for like a year almost. So it was supposed to come out in June of last year, or July of last year, and it got pushed back to now. You know what I wish too? Like the weapons are so cool. I wish Thank the you. weapons would have been way more featured, how they built them, what was it came from. I just felt like there were just so many things that they could have focused on. I just felt like the one thing they ended up focusing on for the duration of the movie was, like, not interesting whatsoever. Yeah. 
I struggled through that. I had like, part? yeah, I had to put like tape on my eyes to keep my eyes open just to watch it. Wow, the end. it was like that. No, I use a ten second jump button a lot. Oh, a ten second jump button. Well, I watch on a computer, so there's a ten second jump forward button. Oh, so I jump. I do that a lot. Like, so if I'm watching something, I'm like, okay, this, this is dramatic, dramatic moment. Okay, jump. <laughs> you're like, okay, you're hurt. Okay, you're getting, you're getting jump. Like, so I, I jump a lot. And this movie made you jump a lot. Oh, I always jump a lot. I. But because I try to get to the most interesting parts of movies, how do you I, know if there's interesting parts if you already jumped? Well, it's in a it? ten second jump, so it's not that bad. You, ten seconds could be a lot of detail. It could be, but it's not. You never know. <laughs> no, if I, thought never so, know. if I thought I missed something, I jump back. But again, I only really do it when the, when I feel like it's just a filler part. Like you know how people are walking in the desert and there's that montage and walking through the desert. I still watch it. I not nah, ten second jump. That's that's sad. I just it, movies are not as interesting to me like that. Like, no, if it's a good movie, I'll watch it. I'm just saying, but for the most part, like if I'm watching something like this, the part where this, this the movie, montage where she's training, I don't care. This movie needs like a ten minute jump <laughs> every every so often because uh, so. it, it felt like, and that's and that's one thing about the fight scene or the training montage on these things on this movie that I was like at first I was like. Are you really that proficient in what it seems like four hours of training? Well, we to, don't know. That's the thing about time like that. Like, you know, I wish I wish when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to montage of training, one of the best movies I liked when it comes to that was um, the one uh, I remember. The, the forgot the name where the kid uh, that thing was like the Hidden Kingdom or something like that, where the kid is a, in a comic book store or something like that. He ends up in this other world. And he meets Jet Li and then uh, Jackie Chan. Okay. And he's trained by both of them. Yeah. That movie I loved because it felt more real. Because one, the training felt like it was months. It did not feel like it was a couple of days. It felt like it was months. And even then, with all the training he got from these two ridiculous professionals, he was only good enough to really take on, like, a handful the henchmen. Yeah. But never anybody worth, you know, good. Because it's not realistic. It's just, hey, I've been training for a couple of months with these guys who've been training forever. And all of a sudden, I'm better than them. No. Yeah, it's like those Trump, like, uh, like those fighting movies. I'll be like, yo, you did like a 30 minute montage. Yeah. And it only lasts like a weekend. And I'm like, yo, let me take on the champ. <laughs> <laughs> let me take on the champ like, right give now. Give me a basis. Like, I like movies that are a little bit more listening in the sense of like, do you remember the one with uh, uh, something in the boom with uh, 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 here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Yeah. Yeah. At least you can. The argument was that he was a a semi like. He was like a champion wrestler. Yeah. So he had a basis they could work on for WW for for MMA. Yeah. So it wasn't like oh somebody who never fought in his life. No, it was somebody who at least had a Some, something of a background for MMA and not MMA but but wrestling. Wrestling and used it and used it to train to be MMA and an MMA fighter. Yeah. That's what I just I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, so this movie didn't seem like it was days. It seemed like it was like twenty minutes. Let's just stand outside in the sun. Oh but man! Let's get to these Nickies. Two, one and a I'm half. Not even, I'm not even. What the? What? I don't know. One, one and a half, half isn't even a number. Yeah, one. And, all right. So then one. One and a half is like a trailer. I don't know. <laughs> the trailer was better. Oh well. The trailer. Yeah, I gave it, it a two. As bad as the movie was, the tra- as bad as the trailer was, it was the trailer was better than the movie. You know, honestly, what I kept on thinking about the when I was watching this movie was, why is Tony John not in Mortal Kombat? I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for another discussion. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning to the latest episodes of Nerds in the City. You can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. Send us your e- you can send us an email at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Read suggestions, recommendations, thoughts, concerns, anything. Even if you want to say what's up, send us an email or message us. But as always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. See you next week. Bye.